soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for rhyme or reason All it takes is ten drinks minimum Hey, we're here. Are we? Yeah, let me see if my mic... I didn't, did my mic let up? Um, test, test. Okay, I'm good. So yeah, we're here. Man. <laughs> So we're doing a special uh, taped edition of Tin Drink Minimum today because uh, our Comcast overlords have decided to slow down our internet today. The uh, what is it? What is that called? The thwarting? No, the they're throttling it. But what is that? The what was that thing that they passed through Congress or the FCC? Oh, you're talking about net neutrality. Net neutrality. Net neutrality is is is, is real, folks. It's in our face. No, no, they they got rid of it. Yeah, no, there is no net neutrality. Net neutrality is gone. gone, folks. It is real. It's in our face. <laughs> That's right. Comcast can just do whatever the heck they want. Ooh, hold on. That mic's not. I'm less worried about Comcast and more worried about Time Warner. Go yeah, ahead. Talk on that mic. Hear mic. anything in the oh, monitors? Hey, can you hear me? I'm on this mic. Which mic am I on? Am I on mic one or two or three? Well. Oh, maybe because there's not plugged in. Hey. <laughs> oh, you're on two. Which mic is not plugged in? There's somebody missing one. There is three. That's probably. Oh, there's four of us. Okay, never mind. Duh. So, which one's smiley plugged in two? Okay. I'm on two. Okay. So, that one's. We're just not. Nah, just decided to skip somebody. It's been a rough day. It's been a rough weekend. Not rough, but fun. So with it's this been a long weekend. <laughs> Very long weekend. With us in studio, we have the girl with the most Irish name possible, <laughs> Morgan Kelly McLean from St. Baldrick's Charity, which we will be live at, hopefully, if their Comcast is working at, <laughs> at Broken Trail. Fingers crossed the Mad paid his bill. Yeah, so next weekend on uh, June 16th at 4 p.m. at Broken Trail Brewing and Stilling, the main room... Um, can you turn that camera this way, little clicks, little, real quick, smiley, uh, just just a little bit? Uh, we'll be over there, and it's it, you know. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about the charity? What's going on? Absolutely. So St. Baldrick's is the uh, the largest private funder for childhood cancer research grants in the country. Uh, actually, last week they won a huge victory in Congress uh, with the passing of the Star Act, which is. Um, uh, an act that's going to fund $30 million over the next five years for the uh, National Institutes of Health and the National Cancer Institute, which are the two large um, federal organizations that fund research for all kinds of cancer. Um, but it's a win for childhood cancer because actually they only get 4% of federal funding, which is <laughs> pathetically abysmal. Um, but because of that act, that'll be huge for the next five years if Congress can, you know, pass some money things um but the way uh, st paul drugs works is that they are um their slogan is do what you want so they do fundraising events all over the country all year long uh that culminate in a large head shaving event but leading up to that you can do whatever you want fundraising wise so we did a bake sale this year uh two fools did a fundraiser for us we did a quiz for a cause at geeks who drink um our quiz master eric brower was amazing for that um 
can I can I say one thing about that real quick? Yes. So we're sitting there. <laughs> I thought this was pretty genius. So we're sitting there doing the the quiz for the the cure. And he's like, you know, we need another $50 for this. And he's like, so I'm going to do this. So he turned on Nickelback's photograph. And he goes, this place till we get the $50. <laughs> I think it took about two and a half, what, three, yeah. three and a half minutes. And we, we got almost 60 bucks because everybody just ran up and threw their money at us. Including yeah. actually one of the bar staff was trying so to avoid like, it. Look so at this photograph. It was full-blown musical blackmail. It was genius. And apparently that's a regular strategy of his that works very yeah. well for their quiz for a cause of it. I laughed. I thought that was fantastic. I was like, that's a smart idea, man. It was great. We raised almost $400 that night. Oh, that's that's awesome. So, so Saturday you're gonna have. Did you talk about like the bands? Talk about. So we're doing. We're throwing a party. Basically, is what's gonna happen. We have, um, like, like they said, we're gonna start at Broken Trail Main, which is the location there off of Stanford and Candelaria. Four o'clock. We've got all of the beer and spirits from Broken Trail. Canteen Brew House is gonna be there. Uh, Quarter Celtic three seven seven. Tractor will be there. Uh, Little Toad Creek Distillery and Brewery is a company out of uh, Silver City that's coming up. And if anybody's Toad spent any time at Broken Trail, they regularly have their beers on tap and sometimes their spirits as well. Uh, they do an agave spirit that's like a tequila. Oh. Uh, yeah, which is delicious. Uh, we've got... Uh, Steelbender is going to give us a keg because uh, they can't be on site that day, unfortunately. And then Nomad's Barbecue, Fork and Fig, and Pop Fizz will all be there providing food and popsicles. And then we've got Red Light Cameras is going to start playing around 4.30, I think is our plan. Uh, and Le Chat Lunatique will start playing probably about 6 o'clock or oh, so. Nice. Yeah, so good music, good food, real good beer and spirits and cocktails. Devin Colston, who is the GM of that uh, fabulous business, has got some sort of specialty concoctions up his sleeve that I'm not sure he's figured out yet. Uh, But they will be ready for Saturday upon threat of violence. Uh, And he's also shaving his head as well as Matt Simons, who is the owner uh, of that business, uh, as as well as uh, Frank Holloway, who is the owner of the up-and-coming Hollow Spirits Distillery as well. Where's that going to be at? Uh, you don't know. I mean, it's not your. They are, if I recall correctly, and it's hard to keep a track of all the businesses right now. If I remember correctly, they will be near Marble's downtown location, oh. but east. No, excuse me, north of Marble proper. Oh, okay, so I, right over here. I was gonna say, I'm like, think they're opening up here. <laughs> that away. I think I could be wrong. It's hard to keep track of who's going to oh, be where. So but if I, I think they're for the, for the still spirits. Ooh, is that really competition? Ooh, I don't know. Oh, 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 all kinds of shade. Uh, Dang, truth. Very awesome. So we'll also be there doing a show live, as well. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be live. Hopefully, hopefully live. We'll try to get it live. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it live, like Billy's, like you know, Billy's friend says. My friend, yeah. Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> You're all, Bill, can I get on the phone with you for a second? Can I rap with you back and forth? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, that's that's June 16th. Come out. Uh, hang out with us live. We'll uh, we'll give you some stickers. We'll, you know, watch you shave your head. <laughs> Morgan's going to shave her head. Yes. Try to get some of that on video. Finally shaving head. Do you guys film like all that stuff? I mean, how's that work? We've taken pictures in the past. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if we've done anything official as far as filming goes. Um, when we did our event at Red Door a couple of years ago, my friend Kada, who is a fabulous professional photographer, came out um, and did some great pictures for us. Um, but we haven't. We, I don't think we like had any video that we posted really that wasn't just 
Facebook friends yeah. videoing. Um, I was gonna say, I mean, I, can, I, can, like I mean, I'll have my video camera there. We can take some video of the. I mean, I'm sh- the photographer wouldn't mind. Uh, why we're still figuring out the photography thing, so probably not. Um, it would be probably great to get video of Matt's head shaving, and yeah. if all goes according to plan, the barbers from Barbers Knock, who are an amazing local group in town, um, that have a business up at Louisiana and Montgomery, have not only volunteered their services again this year to do the head shaving, but in theory have also volunteered their heads. Yeah. Uh, so we might also get to shave the barbers, which would oh, be wow. fabulous. Um, how, so does that, how does it all work with the shaving? I mean, how does that raise money? How like, like if someone gives up their head, like I mean. So the way that St. Baldrick's works is they they do uh, like a fundraiser event. So basically, what it is is that you can participate several ways. You can either find an event that's already scheduled in your city, uh, and you sign up as an individual participant and say, "I'm going to raise a thousand dollars. Sponsor me, basically, to do it." So you can yeah. have. Bake sales, you can do car washes, you can have quiz for cause events. That's that's their whole philosophy is do what you want. So you can figure out how to raise the money however you want, legally, obviously. Um, And then (laughs) people sponsor you to do that. And that's that's through online donations through stbaldrix.org or whether they hand you cash and you sign up the day of with your little registration packet. Uh, Or you can join a team and have a team goal, which goes towards the event total as a whole. Or you can just dive in and start your own event, which is what I did this year, like crazy. and have uh, sort of a, a tier of goals that way. So the event has a goal right now, or $25,000 for the, this year. This is my 25th year. Does the event free. shave its head if it makes the money? Well, Matt is the event sponsor. Oh. So yes, I think. I mean, we're shaving Matt one way or another, whether that involves me taping yeah. him to a barber's chair or not is yet to be determined, uh, but it's going to happen. What if he doesn't get his goal? Uh, I'm shaving him one way or another. If they he might re- shave himself. He's so antsy at this point yeah. to get rid of that hair that his if, wife uh, might shave him under force of threat. Let me ask you this. Um, so what happens if the person doesn't reach the goal? Do they have to give the money back or is this? No, no, no. Yeah. All, so all the money goes towards St. Baldrick's. The only sort of stipulations that they have is that the general rule of thumb is that you sign up ahead of time, if you sign up ahead of time, um, through their mm-hmm. webpage. And whether that's as an individual, a team member, part of a big event etc you have to have $50 minimum to be able to get a t-shirt um, oh, nice. we're not going to turn anybody about you away but it's definitely not a free haircut day so we want everybody it's to participate even day. a little bit um, oh, but that way if it's $10. one of those things where like the last few years like I haven't made my individual goal but our team did really well so it kind of all evens out in the long run yeah where like if the team goal is three thousand dollars, and people donate directly to the team, but not like the individual people on that team, if you still make your three grand. You still make your three grand. Um, so all the money goes in one way or another. Um, some of the events in the past, like I know UNM has struggled occasionally just on years that were a little rough for the organizers. They maybe didn't make their $50,000 goal, but they got close. So of course, all the money one way or another goes to nice. St. Baldrick's. It doesn't matter. You know, if you set a goal and you hope for the best and you can adjust that as you go along, depending on, you know, what your participation looks like. But all the money goes to that organization one way or another. It doesn't matter what that looks like. So that's awesome. Very cool. Um, (laughs) It's not a free haircut. You don't get a free haircut, Tommy. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, crap. Actually, I would go because I'd shave my head anyway, and I'd be like, oh, shit, I should go to this thing. And the way we generally orchestrate events <laughs> like that, like if somebody shows up the day of and they just decide they want to shave, but they haven't yeah. pre-registered or anything like that, is you get on the mic and you go, hey, such and such has decided to shave their head. Who's got cash? Oh, and you at least okay. try and raise some money for them. Like if somebody volunteers because they want to do a good thing, you're not going to tell them no. But in that case, you try and hype everybody up and get, you know, even... 10, 15, 20 bucks from the crowd in that case. Yeah. Um, just to get a little bit. 
There you, you go. You'll completely shave your head for a hundred dollars. It's a good cause. Yeah. Well, you're gonna have to make it a hundred dollars at least. But I mean, won't that mess up like your your career? No, I finished shooting. Oh, okay. Like for good? Like you're done, done? Uh, as far as I know. But Dude, whatever. Dang, we heard it here first, folks. Here, here first. James Smiley is retiring from his his <laughs> gig of background. Uh, vampire bartender. Uh, well, I'm not retiring. They're, they're done shooting. <laughs> We've got some time to grow back. Yeah. Interesting. So $100. James is going to do it for $100. So, so yeah, here we go. So now we can post that. Uh, everybody, please bring cash. $100, James will shave his head. You will. I think you'll look weird with a shaved head. I will. <laughs> everybody looks weird with a shaved head. Yeah. I'm not I, the first space monkey shot into space. I don't even, uh, I don't even own hats. Oh, oh no! <laughs> we will ply you with sunscreen with a roller, like I will do after I yes. shave my own head. We'll just cover you in zinc, like a bad like seventies video, and then you'll be fine. Like a bad seventies video. Does anyone ever like? Okay, I'm gonna shave my head, but then they like just wear wigs all the time after the fact. Probably, I know I've seen a few. There's so there's some of the organizations all over the country that have done events for like 15 years, say, and there are definitely some participants that kind of use that to their benefit where they do, they, they fundraise all year long. Like they finish an event and they take like a couple weeks off and then they start again where they will raise tens of thousands of dollars over oh, wow. a few years where they kind of use that as a shtick. So whether that musician or an actor or somebody local with a, a personality of some kind, um, well, they use that to their benefit. So they have, whether they're do drag stuff or character things or anything like that, where like I said, they use that to their benefit so they can pull out the wigs. They can pull out, like, I'm going to wear silly hats for three weeks or I'm going to do crazy shave designs or all these crazy hair dyes or things like that. But I've definitely seen that before where even if just they let it grow in for, you know, a month and wear a silly wig every day when they do some sort of music or if they're a DJ or oh. some sort of host of something that they, they definitely play If you want to retrain sure. your hair, that's one way to do it. Shave yes. it and then, you know. Do, you know, I don't know, put something on your head to train it. Lots of breaths. Sorry, train you your train hair? Your hair? What? Yeah, like the way it grows, like the direction it grows. Oh. So if you have an issue with calyx, actually, that's something they recommend. So if you're one yeah. of those where you've got like the four calyx where everything kind of grows out of control, but you want to have a short, controlled, yeah. like a male haircut especially, <laughs> you kind of have to do that so where you cool. have to make it do what you want, which takes some patience and yes. sometimes <laughs> some like well-hidden bobby pins, but it's doable. I, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about now. I'm like, okay, oh. I was like, oh, like a hair whisper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a. You guys like, never heard that? Where like, like if you want to, like if you wear like, your hair like back and the you hair want to wear front, school. it kind of doesn't. Yes, but it's like a slow and steady process with yeah. no treats. Lots of vitamins. <laughs> That's awesome. But it's not free haircut. I like that. It's not free haircut, Tommy. And that is on. That is part of Get the same. Here. That is the same Baldrick's website where you know you don't you don't want to be in a, a bar with a bunch of drunk crazy people and go. I haircut all right well then your friends need to give me some well money. i mean you know like i like I, you know i'm not trying to downplay what the barbers do but it's like this is probably like the easiest haircuts they could do they're just like oh for sure you know, and that's, and, but that's the thing is that in this case like the barbers for these events donate their time so literally yeah. barbers knock is going to work saturday that's why we're doing it in the afternoon they're ha they're working their regular business hour saturday oh, and man. then they will come do our event for another you know one to two to three hours depending on how many participants we have for free they are donating that time and energy in their you know machines and talent etc so we're gonna get them plastered right After, afterwards after they can't afterwards. yeah that, no no like, contractually the agreement that they sign says no alcohol will be imbibed until all the head shaving is done yeah. so that nothing bad happens to anybody's ears you imagine you, you imagine that i'll get up here this vodka is amazing <laughs> <laughs> you're here nope 
Not going to do that. Let me get the straight razor out on this guy. I, I like <laughs> Michelle too much to endanger her business. <laughs> no more yeah. eyebrows for you. Oh, man. Smiley says for $1,000, he'll wax his head. <laughs> Just sure. <laughs> Hey, no, that's that's a rough way to do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, okay with that. I, I think snare might be a, a more wa- no, no, no. gentle way Hot to do wax. It. Oh, God. <laughs> he wants that charcoal mask and he's going to put it on his head and just rip it off. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure it's not how they do that. But, uh, <laughs> charcoal max removes poor uh, yeah. imperfections. Yep. But it'll remove that hair too. No. No? Nope. <laughs> anyway. No, it just pulls all. It just pulls it all the hair. It doesn't actually remove anything. Nice. <laughs> well, um, yeah, uh, I'm I'm always up for a good cause. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> I used to, no, I used to. What was that movie? Uh, any which way you any way, any which way but loose. There's two of. There's any which way you can and any which way but loose, and I never can remember which one was the first they're one. They're two totally different movies, though, aren't they? Well, they're, they're, no, they're the same. Well, one's a sequel of the other. Oh, okay. So there was always like the motorcycle gang. It was always like like he uh, he backed up his truck and he hit their bikes and it fell, they all fell over, so they always want to like they're always trying to get back at him, and then but then they like you know they're kind of it's like Looney Tunes like bad stuff always happens to them. Well, on at one of the things is like he he like hot tar gets poured on them all. Oh Jesus! And then it you know of course dries, and so then they have to rip all the tar off, and of course they're all completely bald and you know. <laughs> uh, any which way you can is the first one. Any oh. which way but loose is the. Th- there you go. See, I've never heard of any of those. Movies. Oh yeah, Philo Beto. It's uh, Clint Eastwood. Yes, you have heard of Right never Turn Clyde, seen. where he has the monkey and Right Turn Clyde, and he would like punch people out the window of the truck. No, it sounds like Dunstan checks in. No, 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 no. He hurt no one. But, but the imagine bad guys. the. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're talking about Dunstan checks in. I get it. Yeah, so think no, it's not not that all. Think of like the adult version. So the whole let's talk about the, the whole plot of this movie. First of all, this is definitely seventies, early eighties. So this guy is a well-known bare knuckle fighter, and he has an orangutan that lives at his house with him and his grandma, and then he has a sidekick and that collects all the money. And then the orangutan, like if it's in the the truck. Mm-hmm. He'll say right turn Clyde and it'll like punch people out the window. That's the movie. <laughs> the <laughs> I mean, that's literally the movie. What? Oh, the thing you get Clint away with back Eastwood then. Eastwood huh? started to lose his mind. Yeah, and uh, yeah, well, and then of course his girlfriend at the time was or whatever her name was. She was in it, and I always just remember my mom going, "The only reason she's in this is because she's his girlfriend. She's so terrible." <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, that. that sounds like hater speak. Mom, you just a hater. Now, in, like in retrospect, she was pretty bad. I mean, but how <laughs> many movies only have terrible actors or actresses in them because they're boning somebody who's associated with the movie? All yeah. the ones I've been in. Well, I'm just kidding. I, I want to say like ninety percent of Hollywood movies right. involve that somehow. Whether it's a producer, a sound guy, a director, the writer. I always try some to get awkward with grip. One of the uh, assistant directors, and then I'm just I'm in for the whole season. There you go. So other than that, I mean, you know, that's going to be an amazing Saturday. We are also, I mean, there was really, I mean, this is kind of sad. I mean, this is kind of a sad week. I mean, uh, we have Anthony Bourdain that passed away. Um, Anthony Bourdain filmed an episode of No Reservations here in in New Mexico. With Frank the Tank. With Frank the Tank. So we have actually been contacted to maybe have the people who worked on that show 
come do a 10 drink minimum next Sunday. Ooh. So we might have to do two shows next weekend. And because they're doing the memorial to Anthony Bourdain at Tractor next Monday, and on they're the, showing that the episode yeah. of No Reservations there. So one of our really good friends, a real, like, when I say friend of the show, uh, Frank, uh, who was Poncho's Barbecue, he is a real good friend of the show, and he reached out to me because he was, if you watched that episode of New Mexico's uh, No Reservations, was it No Reservations? He had a couple different show. It was Parts, Parts Unknown. unknown. Part- Parts Unknown. Was it Parts Unknown? It was No Reservations. Parts Unknown is the new one. Okay. Yep. That, no, it's so, okay. still the Travel Channel. Yeah, that's yeah. why so it was no so like, cleaned up and awkward. Our friend Frank was the guy who did the Matanza where they bury a pig in, uh, and you know cook it for like half a day. I think it's ha- is it a half day or it's I overnight? Think the, I, think it's, I think it's overnight oh, usually. Like yeah. 48 hours. If you've ever had that, have you ever, ever had that? Yes, I had oh, some. It, it is so good. It, you know, I mean, it all depends, I guess, what they put on the meat, but... Uh, we've buried a pig before, and we've done it, at, you know, back home, and it, it the, the meat comes off, it like it just falls off the bone, you know, and it's so you just do a whole pig complete, you know, and so they're gonna do that episode at Tractor next Monday, and do kind of a memorial, and they they kind of wanted to see if they we could get people to kind of come on the do kind of like a sh- a tendering minimum where we talk to the people who who were on that episode or helped with that episode or worked on that episode. So that might happen too. So I don't know. It's 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 a real sad thing, you know, because you had uh, 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 Kate uh, Spade. Spade. I was gonna say Kate Nash. And I was like, wait a minute, she's alive. I think so. She she passed away, and then you had uh, Anthony Bourdain, and then kind of an Albuquerque local legend musician, Kinta. What was Kinta's last name? Hemney. Yeah, I, I didn't. I'd never. I, that was the first time I'd ever heard his last name said ever. Was whenever I found out he passed away. So it's been kind of one of those weeks where it's just like, man, you know, everything's like overwhelming. So hopefully we'll go into the next week a little bit, uh, you know, who knows. But so for you with your event Saturday, is this like, is like Sunday going to be like the day where you're just like, ah. Uh, yes, technically, sort of. So my mom, of course, will be uh, in town uh, come Friday for all of this shenanigans. Um, But then Sunday is uh, Grandparents' Day, brunch with some family friends, and then probably some sort of dinner and drinks. Uh, I realized recently that Two Fools has a 25-year-old Lefroig on their menu, which I had either forgotten about or just was unaware of. So we're definitely going to have to go drink a glass of that. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So it'll be it'll be a good decompressed day, but it won't be a calm day by any fashion necessarily. I feel like that's yeah, throwing events is very nerve wracking. Well, and to like top everything off, some really close friends uh, finally got married about six months ago and decided to have their. So there was a bike race today that was in honor of my dad that I helped work. Uh, next Saturday, early afternoon, is said friend and his new wife's wedding reception at one o'clock or something ridiculous. Uh, and then we, of course, will drive like crazy people across town to Broken Trail and be there all day to make sure that everybody does what yeah. they're supposed to when I need them to. I like, I like when you walked in, you, you like you sat down and I went, oh, crap, because you have green hair. Watch, take off your hat. Yes. So green screen <laughs> is a thing that we realized that we didn't think yeah, about. So it was good that I wore a hat on the crest all day today. <laughs> That's awesome. Otherwise, we would be playing some interesting improvisational games. Yeah. I have not thought of that. Yeah. She has yeah, green no, hair. We didn't think of it. We were sitting here. I was finally like, uh. 
Oh. Oops. <laughs> that's not a thing. Yeah. Awkwardly, awkwardly bald, but not yet. Yeah, that made me laugh. I was like, whoops. Yeah, so thank goodness for the hat. I always, I always forget about that. I own, like, two green shirts, and I they're banned from the show, basically. Always, right, because you accidentally <laughs> end up wearing them, for sure. Yeah, I had, I had a shirt on one day, and, like, they looked like I was cut in half. Mm-mm. It's pretty I funny. I think the only green shirts I own are that color, too, of course, so. <laughs> that's awesome. The floating so, head? <laughs> yes. It would be perfect. Actually, it's good. I was going to go home and change. The other two St. Baldrick shirts I have are both bright green. Yeah. Uh, like like this green, because that's their whole thing, is sort of a shamrock logo. So that would have been extra entertaining. It really would have been a displaced head. Like, no hair, no no body. Yeah. So how long have you done this? Like, have, how long have you done St. Bald- Baldrick's? This is my fifth year, actually. I was, uh, I, was ma- I, I knew sort of of them uh, in the late 90s and early 2000s. They started uh, as an organization. The first couple of events that were done in New York by a couple of, um, they were financiers and stockbrokers, actually. First event was in 1999 at uh, an Irish pub in downtown New York. Uh, and it was a handful of guys that decided to do a good thing because they were realized they got really lucky in their life and made a boatload of money. Uh, and I think a friend's child was affected with cancer, which is why they decided to raise the money. Uh, and then in 2000, they did it again and they raised 25,000, something like that. I think the first year was 17 and the second year was a little more than that. And then of course, 9-11 struck in 2001 and they lost a large chunk of their friends and colleagues because of course they all worked in downtown New York um, and that was oh, the man. year that they decided to uh, incorporate and become an actual foundation um, and have just taken off from there so I was aware of them before that but in 2014 a friend of mine who had done the event she had shaved her head with UNM probably three or four times before this and oh. when I met her she didn't have any hair and I didn't realize why until we had started talking about it and so yeah. she and I with three weeks to the event date signed on and dragged in one of my coworkers uh, while I was still working at the, the rock climbing gym and the three of us raised a little over $2,000 in less than three weeks. Oh, man. <laughs> so yeah, mad dash effort on that part. Uh, and the following two years, both 2015 and 2016, Red Door Brewing Company um, was very gracious and let us sort of usurp their property uh, and auction off the brewers' uh, heads and beards uh, oh. as, a, as a challenge to other brewers in town for 2015 and 2016. So we got lucky there and made, we did, I think, over $10,000 the first year and over sixteen. We were just shy of 17000 the second year, which was phenomenal and overwhelming. Uh, and then last year, of course, Red Door was expanding and I was working 7,500 hours a week. So we just did the UNM event <laughs> instead, which was a little easier and involved no organization, which is nice. So this year we had to kind of go above and beyond for, for 25 years, which is a, obviously a, a large deal for at least me personally. So so when you shave your head, I've never had my head completely shaved. So what, what kind of what kind of maintenance? I mean, if, if, of course, everybody always does that and they go, man, it's so easy to wash then. You don't have to worry about like washing it. You just... Whoosh, soap your head and wash it off you're good you know so but i mean like what other what other things like do people have to look forward to whenever they shave their head we live in new mexico and it's june uh so sunscreen is a thing oh yeah having a scalp scalp sunburn is the worst thing that will ever happen to you as far as sunburns go i was unfortunately afflicted with one a couple years ago without realizing what i was getting myself into sitting at a graduation outside at sandia uh, amphitheater at the casino and had probably what amounted to a second degree sunburn kind of down across my head and face and most of my chest unfortunately um so sunscreen on your scalp is a thing it is white, it is pale, it is like baby skin. Um, it's fragile. Very delicate skin, yeah, absolutely. 
what I can't imagine either. Like, like well, I can't, well, like I don't, well, I don't get sunburnt, so. Well, and it's one of those things, like, if you talk to, like, so two of the guys that I work with are older guys that are mostly balding, but they've been that way for years. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they should still honestly probably put sunscreen on their head just because the scalp uh, is very tender skin, like the skin on your face oh, or yeah. your neck or things like that. But I don't think a lot of people think about that, unfortunately. Um, but especially if you're going from having hair, especially if you've had hair for years, you have to put sunscreen on your head. Like I said, it is heinously painful and it takes about five minutes for you to start getting a sunburn oh, on man. a freshly shaved scalp. We so were, there will be gallons and gallons of sunscreen at the event and I will be hosing people down against their will if necessary uh, yeah. just to keep them from getting sunburned because um, sunburn sucks. Skin cancer really also awful. I'll, I'll bring a hat just in case. Yes, no, the hat is good. If you plan on shaving, if you want to come out, you should bring a hat anyways. It will be hot for the first few hours until the sun sets. All of the brewers uh, that are coming, we've asked them to bring tents, but obviously we still live in New Mexico. It will be hot. It will be sunny next weekend. Um, and the parking lot of Broken Trail is black asphalt, oh, sadly. Yeah. Uh, so bring a hat, bring sunscreen. We will have some. I may be applying it to people by force if necessary. Just to keep <laughs> Lay down. Getting Put sunscreen. the sunscreen on them. No, I might Shut just, your face, just, Tommy. Just, like attack rub. What it was funny is like we went swimming last weekend, and there was a woman there, and she she didn't like have her head shaved. She had her head like shaved and then like like bicked it. Like it was completely smooth, and I was like, ooh. She was also very tan though, like yeah. across the board. Whatever whatever her um, ethnicity was, generally definitely was more of an olive complexion. Yeah. But if I had to guess, looking at her, she definitely was probably either suffering from alopecia or potentially yeah. some sort of chemo type situation i mean she looked very healthy but she was yeah. completely bald and i don't think she had any eyebrows so, no, so there was, was some sweet. sort of hair loss going on yeah. there um but yeah it was i looked at it the first thing i thought i saw her like as soon as we walked into the pool and i was like i hope you have sunscreen on your head right oh, now oh my god yeah it was nervous for her yeah oh yeah <laughs> i was like oof, because it was like smooth it was like it was like kojak it was like oh yeah no complete yeah. complete no no stubble no shaved head full-blown just skin and that's what Smiley will be if you raise a hundred dollars. It's a hundred dollars, seriously. Well, a hundred dollars for James. Give a lot more than that, but yeah, you know, I mean, you know, that's for the base James. minimum. We can start there. We'll auction off bids, eyebrows, etc. From there, yeah. bids, bids go up from there. Bring <laughs> cash, lots of it for drinks and for auctioning. Bring money. And there's popsicles and all kinds of Yeah, man. Stuff. Yeah, Nomad's Barbecue will be there. Fork and Fig is jumping in. Josh, the guy who owns uh, Fork and Fig, uh, works across the patio from anybody who's been to the Broken Trail Uptown location and is a fabulous human, jumped on board without really actually being asked, sort of just volunteered in the midst of a conversation, which is nice. So anybody who's had their food or the brunch at the Bloody Mary Bar uh, will be very happy with their offerings. I don't know what that menu looks like specifically, but I'm not worried. Uh, And the gentleman who owns Pop Fizz we got a hold of last week, and he'll be bringing us yummy, yummy popsicle treats in the Pop Fizz truck because, again, we live in Mexico. It's June. It will be hot. I was all, I got a hold of him. I was all, let's get Pop Fizz out there. What did we have that one time? We had to, so when we went to uh, Marble's 10th, 10th anniversary they had a beer uh paleta he did i think it was the peach goza yeah. was the one that they did and it was phenomenal it was so good and uh i sat there just sitting there like drinking a beer and eating a paleta which is for people who don't live here it's like a popsicle yeah it's <laughs> it a popsicle but it was a beer popsicle it was delicious it was, it was delicious yeah it was very delicious so they're gonna pop this is gonna be out there um 
I hope they have that uh, Mexican chocolate. That that was so good. I assume he will bring a full selection of delicious yeah, treats. Yeah, I, I talked I'm to him. I'm not he's, totally he's, worried about yeah, that. He's uh, like, I'm going to bring coolers. So I was like, cool. Yeah, they don't we'll, have, have a cart. we'll have good choices there. And like I said, there'll be beer and spirits for everybody. Um, it's not one of those or the other. We're calling it Brewfest because that works well with St. Baldrick's. Um, but there will be beer. There will be spirits. Obviously, of course, Broken Trail does uh, a vodka, a gin, a yeah. rum. They are working on another batch of whiskey because Matt realizes that he needs to get that out ASAP. Uh, and they have their own tequila type spirit um, that is delicious. How does that work, James? I mean, James is our alcohol expert, our in-house al- expert. He's an in-house, yeah. Um, what is a tequila type alcohol? So it's an agave spirit, but it yeah. has to be. So by law, it has to come from a certain region in Mexico for them to be able to call it true tequila. Yeah, that is correct. That is, uh, it's the same thing with champagne. Otherwise, it's sparkling wine. Has to come from the Champagne region of France. Tequila has to come from a specific region that's almost done making tequila at this point. Uh, to for it to be called uh, tequila. Why are they almost done making tequila? Uh, it's it's not as profitable as it used to be. Really? And uh, most like cheap tequila nowadays is just actually flavored rum. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I knew that Jose Cuervo was. Oh, yeah, for sure. They, they're the first ones that started doing that. Which is trash. There goes that sponsorship. <laughs> well, and the nice thing is, so, like, Little Toad Creek, like I said, is, is a company out of Silver City, and they do both beer and spirits. Um, specifically, before Broken Trail started making their own agave spirit, they were using Little Toad Creeks, which is, I think it was, like, a silver tequila, if I recall the distinction there. And so... Um, Broken Trail is doing their own version. They have both uh, an añejo and a reposado, so uh, like silver tequila, gold tequila, kind of a, a what's so if it's difference. not if it's not going to be called tequila, what do they call it? It's an agave, agave spirit. spirit. Agave spirit. Because yeah. they make it from from the agave plant proper. That sounds like something you say like for Mexican Christmas. He's got the agave spirit this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably. Uh, but yeah, so lots of cocktails. Devin is uh, going to be forcefully reminded tomorrow uh, that he has promised to make some specialty drinks for our event as my best friend. He's on the hook. What's the name? What, what are the names of these drinks going to be? I don't know if he's <laughs> thought that all the way through. Like, we pow out about it a little bit. This is Baldy Lock Blue. Last week and talked about it. Like their spring menu is fantastic right now, so we'll probably play off of that. Obviously, their mule is probably their most popular cocktail so we'll have some version of that we'll do something with gin i'm sure their gin is fantastic um and then maybe some sort of beer cocktail like different different names do this email anything i have house keys i will sit on his couch as necessary um but i think we'll probably do two cocktails and a beer amalgamation of some kind They've, they've come up with some pretty creative beer cocktails um in the last couple of months since they've been able to open the uptown location and have beer and wine and spirits so it'll be i i have no problem faith-wise that they will be delicious one way or the other so and probably something will be silly and very green so. i want to talk about what we're drinking right now <laughs> so if everybody's like like when you're when you're, we're, we're not live so we're gonna put this video up later but if you're like what the hell are you guys drinking so Someone introduced Billy and I to this, uh, our friend Josh, when we went to Bellingham, Washington, and they're called White Claw. These are the silliest things I have ever heard of. They are the most ingenious white girl wasted can product that anybody ever profited upon. So it's like for local for adults? It's for local yeah. for yuppies is really yeah. what it is. It, <laughs> so, it is the tennis club for logo. What I, what I love about it is is somebody saw like the, the wave of like the LaCroix 
popularity. Like, if you've never had Lacroix, like the the the, the drink, I hate to call it Lacroix a soda. It's like basically sparkling no, water. No, yeah, that's flavored. what it is. It is sparkling water. It's flavored sparkling water. Yeah. So the, so someone Fancy saw club soda. the Lacroix like the wave of like popularity, and they're like, why don't we just add alcohol to that? And like, I don't. Know. It's a good idea. Which in reality is what every college kid across the country has been doing to Lacroix for yeah. the last five years or however long yeah, they've been out. All of those like awkward, angry, like drunk housewife suburbanites that are hiding from their lives or whatever. Everybody's been just pouring vodka courage so into you don't these like anyways. You don't like them, James? Well, no, it's not that they're, they're fine. It's just, it's like the laziest thing in the world. Like someone's like, Oh, vodka and soda. Let's put yeah. that in a can. It yeah. only had two ingredients in the first place. I wonder if it is vodka. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you can put vodka because it it'll deteriorate the can. So oh, it's like it's, some sort of it's whatever Matt like it's like malt. Oh, is it's it like a malt liquor? liquor? Yeah. Alcohol from cold brewed sugar, natural flavors, natural cane sugar. Yeah, yeah no, it's exactly like the Pepe the Mule in the can. Yeah. It's totally malt. It's because yeah, yeah it's it's a malt because it, it, our friend Matt makes a, a Pepe the Mule or a, or a, a what do you call those uh, Moscow Mule. Um, Don't call it Moscow. Well, I know, but it, it's it's supposed to be that <laughs> in a can. And like when he was making it, like he was like going to just use an actual like the formula that you use to make a Moscow Mule to put it in the can. And they were like, no. Nah. Like the weird part was who stopped him was was the canners. And they're like, no, 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 no. It'll deteriorate the can like on the shelf. Like the hard liquor would. I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, wow. That's why you don't ever see like canned vodka. You see canned everything else at this point in time, including canned, canned wine, which is a whole different. That's one step beyond box wine. There's I feel such like a thing as canned time. wine? Have we yeah. not been Oh, yeah. It's the, new, they, it's the new, like, they have a. There totally is, dude. That comes in the, the Tetra pack and also comes in the. And, uh, and the and the can now that's pretty. Weak. I swear that I pointed that out to you at Whole Foods the other day. I did not know that's what that was. Though. Oh, it's a thing. Yeah, no, it has moved above and beyond for the housewives of America. Yeah, because no one, everyone wants to be able to drink in public. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's like the thing now. So, what do you have there? A can of something? Well, it's not a beer. What is it? Or even though, so it's like <laughs> if you go to some, if, you know, if you go to some event like one of the, um, like the zoo musics or something like that, like those those little Boda boxes, they don't stay cold very well and you can't like unless you want to bring drink like glasses it's really awkward to drink out of one of those because it's like a badly fashioned like coconut water box yeah but the cans are nice that if you go somewhere where it's like you can bring your own alcohol but you can't bring any glass containers in with you so it's like the beach the idea is nice but it's also hilarious that you're popping a can of rosé well is a thing (laughs) what, what i think is funny now is like the more and more as time goes on like, you always wonder, like, you know, why is that law still on the books? Well, I feel like after a while, laws, some certain laws, people are just kind of like, well, that's dumb. Ah, we're not going to enforce that anymore. And it just gets ignored until it's just, like, still there on the books, but never, you know. And um, I feel like... Unless it's a liquor law in southern New Mexico on a Sunday. Well, but I'm saying, like, you know, people are... so Or every, any liquor law in this state. Right. Well, so what I'm trying to say is, is, like, there's so many people now, like, you'll, I've seen people drinking on public at a lot of different things. And nobody says any like we go to festivals, people drink on public, you know, and it's like wow. And also, you'll never look at a sobe the other. I'll never look at a fucking sobe the other. I had a water bottle full of mimosa at Pride last year because they had to go freaking Lomas because of the stupid art project, and also orange juice ice cubes for anybody who needs to do the water bottle mimosa will uh, save your life. New Mexico film water. New Mexico film water. Can I have a little New Mexico film water? Yeah. Does it come pre-packaged as water? I mean, knowing the film kids from New Mexico, I feel like they. Woo. Yeah. That water's that water's rough. 
Burns a little. Yeah. Is that, is that homemade still water? This is uh, oh, this is God, <laughs> this is what's yes aff- is the answer there. Yes, this is uh, what's affect- uh, 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 affectionately known as uh, New Mexico film water, and uh, it's vodka. Yeah. Or typically vodka. Yeah. No, that's still water. Uh, because you can actually just put in whatever. Yeah. Like well, it, rum comes mm-hmm. in a clear variety. So does gin. So does tequila. Yeah. Basically, oh yeah. You can even get silver whiskey now. Well, there, well, Whatever you want. Yeah. Well, there's a whole... Well, there's, for listeners out there, please no one ever drink corn whickey from George Dickel. It will burn your eyes and your esophagus and you will hate your life for like yeah. six okay, months. Well, that's called grain alcohol. Oh, it's, not, you're not, it's, you're it's not, appalling. It says on there not to drink it unless mixed with something else. No, no, no. The white corn whiskey from George Dickel is literally sold as a whiskey. Wow. It's not a grain alcohol. They packaged it, and it, and that's unfortunate because everything from George Dickel is good, especially their rye. But it's one of those things that it smells like corn, which is an abomination oh. to stir it's, with. Yeah, this is a thing that haunts my dreams. It was offered to I, me I've by a it. cruel bartender at Two Fools that I'm still mad at three years later. I've had and it. it haunts your dreams, and it is appalling and burns your esophagus. It's a bad idea. White whiskey should not be a thing. Because it's like it's like it's like a joke. Oh yeah. It's like a joke because you're like, Dickel, really? Okay, I'll try it. And you're like, you just fed me Everclear, you right. bastard. You really just tried to poison me. I know this this no. this is an attempted homicide is what's happening now. And now I have trauma anytime I see corn. Well, there's a whole... I mean, the funny thing, too, is, is like with the public drinking, there's a whole industry out there that is geared towards... You sneaking alcohol ever? There's, you know, you we like we went Everywhere. we went to a liquor store yesterday, and there's the little packets of shots, like it's whiskey in a packet, so you could like you know put it in your underwear or bra or whatever and sneak into whatever. But like if you go like on Amazon, and I, I get ads for this all the time now. There's all these different products. One of them, so everyone knows the huge like metal container that people put water in with the plastic screw top on it yeah. and it'll have like the little carabiner on it so they make those now that the bottom unscrews and a beer bottle fits in it and you screw it back on and then when you pop that off you just drink just drink a straight beer see i feel i still feel <laughs> yeah. like the incognito tampon shots are still the best yeah. like sneak kind of, liquor into a place because it ones. squicks out yeah. every security guy anywhere ever I saw, and so I saw a new one. Got a lot of tampons I saw in here. A new well, one. and no security yeah. guy is ever going to go through and be just like, what's in your purse? Tampons! I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I saw a new one that, that looks like a the, the metal coffee mug, mm-hmm. and it will hold, it has it has an extra piece inside of it, so you can put a 12-ounce can in there, shut it, looks like you're drinking coffee, pull the piece out, put a 16-ounce big tall boy in it, shut it, looks like you're drinking a big coffee. So what you're telling me is I need to go shopping before work tomorrow. Right, right. So it's just like, it's like this whole, like we're, we're like, liquor's bad, liquor's bad. But here's how you drink it. New Mexico film. Legal, no. Illegally. Everybody has this on set. Mm, I'm not surprised. All the film kids I know, that makes a lot more sense now. But White Claw, it's the hard seltzer. You know what? Everybody loved our White Claw, that punk show oh, that we were at here's, last here's, night. Yeah, that so, was I don't wanna, wanna, so that was hilarious. So we go to this punk show last night with our friend Sabrina. It's like, and it's like, it was a funny thing. She wore a dress that was like, had, uh, you know, it was like really bright. It was white with like, like, what was it? Like, 
was light pink with bright red yeah. cherries on it, so it was yeah. very sort of retro sixty yeah. swing dance looking. Yeah, so so she's like the all, the brightest person there. I I think there was one other guy in a yellow t shirt yeah. that had color on. Everyone else uh, somebody had else black. had a gray shirt on. So yeah, no, definitely an awkward shining beacon with gray yeah. green hair and a really obnoxiously bright. So I'm dresser. so I'm, I'm expecting like the PBR crowd. So we get a a, a, a box of these white claw. They come in a twelve pack and put it in the fridge. And I don't know how many people came in. Hey, whose white claws are those in the fridge? Well, the first, <laughs> yeah. the first like two hours we were there, everybody was asking what we were drinking because they yeah. were confused. And then after what everybody showed up towards the end of the evening, where people who knew what they were were, and everybody yeah. went, "Can we have one?" Hey, can I have what a white claw? Well, the crazy part is that is like it, it's a twelve ounce, so it's still the size of a like a Budweiser. Yeah, a beer. It just doesn't look Standard like beer. it. It's five percent alcohol, which is your standard. And you less know. than two grams of sugar. It's, it's a, it's a, it's That's more than some of the craft beers downtown, like over here. There's, oh, you know. well, yeah. Then, uh, not the ones I drink. But. No, not the ones you drink. I mean, it's not a double white from marble. But, no, you know. but I mean, I mean, there are tons of beers out right now that you can get that are under 5%. Yeah. I mean, that, that's your base range. In, in Oklahoma, they're, they're doing 3.2. So. 3.2 beers, yep. 3.2 3. beers, so you can get fatter and not drunker. Um, and then <laughs> also, is, uh, it's low 18. in carbs. <laughs> this, this, this is like the Heights housewife drink, man. White Claw. And then I had a choice between these okay, so why do or all of our, Why do all of our friends drink them, then, if they're for Housewives? I don't know. Because all they're delicious. <laughs> they are delicious. I'm, I'm a fan. I, I'm not against Here's these. my thing. It's so you all obviously spend a lot of time at Burt's. And think about the, day, yes. the only time. So most of, if, if your guy friends are anything like my guy friends, any other place you go, whether it's a brewery, whether it's a restaurant, whether it's a Burt's bar, lounge, rest in peace. they're all drinking some form of either beer Oh, goodness. Don't fall down. Ooh. Good. Or if you're drinking a cocktail, they're drinking something basic. Whiskey, soda, rum and coke, something with Red Bull in it that's going to give them cancer in three years. But all basic stuff. Unless they were at Burt's, where they would have, like, a beer or two and a shot, and then you would turn around at, like, 1130 at night, and they'd be holding a tiki drink. Oh, yeah. Because everybody that's... loves Blue Curacao. Ah. Uh... Yeah, our friends I, probably didn't, but yeah, that was that was not that was not our crowd. That was not our crowd, yeah. But our, think think about how many guys you saw there that was like that where you'd watch like beer, 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 something that had pineapple juice in it because yeah. eventually somebody they're like, well, I want something that tastes like well, candy. They were all about the PB and J's. PBR, yeah, and Jameson, yeah, oh, and Jameson. Oh, okay, okay, PB and J's. They yeah, had the, they had a PB and J special there, and it's the so only last you get a PBR and a shot of Jamie. It was the last place in town to actually have two highlight or highlights for two dollars. Also, just depends on how cheap you are when you well, drink. I think last uh, night, yes, too, last very night. cheap. Our friends are very cheap. Oh yeah, my friends were surprisingly less cheap, but I also hung out with a bunch of kids from Taos, so I think yeah. that was just well logistics. The other thing last night too was is like that was funny because like everybody wanted my white claws, and then everybody had a small like when I'm talking like small, they had like a, a miniature bottle, not the not the not the air airplane uh, the edition of liquor, but like the little bit like bigger bottle. Not a miniature, but like the next one. Yeah, of of like Fireball. Like everybody'd walk up and they'd pull one out of their pocket. I'm like, no, I think that was so. Those were just the people wearing the t-shirts. I think Courtney like did goodie bags. I think well, she made t-shirts for everybody. I was in just their, like, why does everyone have a little bottle of whatever, Fireball? Whatever perfect, like per- professional the they now? did last night. But like oh, I said, yeah, I think Courtney made goodie bags, bags yeah. where I think everybody got a t-shirt with Ian's face on it, and then uh, she got them one of the little like upgraded miniature yeah. versions of the 250 milliliters. That one, yeah. So, but I, like I think, like I said, I think yeah. Courtney made goodie bags. It's true. Yeah. yeah okay. So it was yeah, and so I was like, finally, I was like, that the third person was like, you want a shot of fireball? I was like, oh, okay, fine, I'll have a shot of fireballs. People stop asking me. 
And then I think Zach was the only one that had like an actual bottle of. Uh, oh, there's someone had a, no. Someone had a bottle Jameson. of Jameson. Yeah, I think that was Zach. Yeah. Zach or. Uh, uh, oh no, it was Weber. It was Weber. Of course, Weber. it was Weber that had the Jameson. Yeah, PB and J. That's right. Okay. Pabst Blue Ribbon and Jameson. Yeah, that's that's what you you get it. That's why you went to Burt's. They How come a, we haven't talked about Pabst Blue Ribbon having a new beer? Oh, the American what? Lager? Yeah, the American uh, American Pale Ale, isn't it? Oh, it was American. Holy okay. smokes. I never knew this existed. I just glanced. Well, the last beer that they made came out in 1893 at the Chicago World's Fair, yeah. so they were due for an upgrade. Let's see here. Let me see, <laughs> Let me see if just, the internet Also, works. the same year they debuted Cracker Jack and the Ferris Wheel. What? They just wanted... A, at the World's Fair? Have you never read Devil in the White City? No. No. So the 1890s three uh, World's Fair, Chicago's World's Fair, was this huge thing. So this was two years after the Eiffel Tower debuted. was the tallest building in the world. So, of course, the U.S. was incensed because it couldn't be outdone by the French. So the Ferris wheel was actually built specifically. The whole tagline behind the Ferris wheel was they were trying to out Eiffel Eiffel. Huh. Because of this, so that's when they built the Ferris wheel. Uh, Pabst debuted at they called it the World's Columbian Exposition because it was uh, the 200 year mark of like the founding of America, I believe, um, or Columbus discovering a land that was you know already settled by people. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cracker Jack debuted. They that was the year that Tesla and Edison both debuted their electrical currents. Oh yeah. It was also the same year that H.H. <laughs> H. Holmes built his murder hotel. I uh, remember and that. something nice. else that I'm missing. Uh, Burnham and Root figured out how to build in Chicago on all the mud, which was more of an architecture thing and less of a like hey hooray but there was I a whole but there was a, a history buff if you so i well i'm a true crime buff and a serial killer buff so devil well, in that, the white hh homes makes sense for that then. but no yeah. and that's what it is devil in the white city eric larson wrote this amazing book that that is both it's two stories so it's how burnham and root built the chicago's world's fair right. physically because of the way that chicago is set up all the things that happened there and then it would be like so here's a chapter about like uh, architecture and soil and like one of them dying from a terrible heart attack and all this crazy things that they debuted and then let's talk about H.H. H. Holmes and his like greased shoots and gas and like murder chambers so it went back and forth and back and forth but it's a book that's got amazing footnotes in it because he spent five years researching this thing before this he wrote the book awesome what it's is it called Devil in the White City it's amazing I have like that s- little murder thing was crazy because he build these rooms and then yeah. just to have them suffocate so it's like yeah. the winchester mansion built by a crazier person because what he did basically so um hh holmes was this amazing con artist and the thing that brought him down was almost like uh the gaudy or not gaudy's uh like uh oh the big mob guy Al Capone. So he went down basically because he had so much outstanding debt that they finally took him down from the Pinkertons uh, because he had all this credit everywhere that he would just hop around and lie and sell something to somebody else that he didn't own kind of a thing. But he built this murder hotel and I think they finally found out it was like 20 something architects that were involved in this because he would have one guy build like a hallway. Yeah. And they would have somebody else build like the extension off of that hallway. And then he would have somebody else build like the lie pit and... And it's funny where you read all this stuff and all these people are talking to him like, where you have all these like gas lines going into these rooms? Like, oh, no, 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 no. These are these are rooms for people to stay in. These are like long term lodging. It's like individual personal packets of gas verbatim. Uh, And people believed him. But any I feel like any place that you work that has a greased shoot in it means that something terrible is going to happen. Wow. Well, so that's kind of weird. And that was the thing. Like, that's how he ended up with. So the bottom level was a pharmacy. And the only reason he ended up in this place is he, like, conned the guy who owned the pharmacy across the street out of all the wares and basically sold them into his own property 
and like swindled the guy across the street and outbid him basically and outbusinessed him. And then the oh, wow. second floor was um, his well, like lodging really, rooms. If you're not really running a pharmacy, you no, can he tell was, it. and oh. then he was though. And there were things like so he was he part of that was legit. Like that was the only real part of his business. But as far as like he can totally him undercut the competition for anything, like, whatever. yeah, everything that he got as far as um, like fixtures and products were all stolen. Basically, were conned. Um, and he did actually run a pharmacy. And actually, the only thing he ever paid for was. Oh, what? I feel like people like that ruin it for the rest of us. In the 1800s, yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the poisons that he used, chloroform. Chloroform was the only thing he actually ever paid cash for from some pharmacist because uh, he was a doctor. So that's the only thing he ever actually paid outright for that he didn't owe anything on, didn't swindle anybody out of. And then, uh, so the second floor was all like lodging rooms. Uh, so anybody that worked for his business, basically all these secretaries ended up dying. Anybody that stayed there as like family members, etc. And then the third floor was all the murder rooms. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Redevil in the White City. It's amazing. I'm just like on the Pass Blue Ribbon site and I was just trying to figure things out. <laughs> and I was like, I, was, I didn't realize Pass Blue Ribbon owned so many other breweries. Like, Really? Yeah. So they're like... They've they've bought some shit. They own here. Here's what it says. Well, it says Paps. I, I, maybe I'm reading this wrong, but it says Paps Brew Rib Brewing Company beer portfolio. And what? here's and here's who it has: Small Town Brewery, Old Milwaukee, Singtao, really no. Colt Forty Five, okay. Lone Star, Old Style, Rainier, Schlitz, Natty oh. Bow, National Bohemian, Olympia. And I don't know what that one is. Stroh's, which I don't even think they make anymore. Stag, St. Ides, Champagne, Special Export. The Champagne of Beer. Schaefer, Schmitz, Pearl, Blatz, and Schlitz Malt Liquor. So every cheap, awkward college beer that well, they've made on the face of the planet for the last 200 years. And also, like, okay, so, like, there's regional beers in the United States. Of course. You know, there's Rainier for the Northwest. Which is all the same thing. I think about it, kind of. They taste right. the same. It's like Lone Star. They make it in one plant, and then yeah. it just goes into different cans. That would be <laughs> fucked up. Then there's National Bohemian, and then That's there's Old Style. And they own all of those. I didn't know that shit. What's that? I mean, no, if, if that was the way that it and was actually, like, you yeah, have one plant and everybody has different <laughs> They're all just put BBR and different fucking things in it. Over. And it, Olympia's kind of become that way too, right? I didn't realize all that. Lone the only star. one I can tell the difference in all those is Schlitz. Well, there's a, yes. there's a, a ton taste. of companies like that. Like, Coach bought Kate Spade last year for $2.4 billion. They own 10 companies under, yeah. like, the Coach head, which now just changed to something weird and obscure. Um that are all you know there's i don't feel like there's any actual independent companies everybody's owned by somebody else at this point in time that's what i want i want to start my business and just be bought out like the first year right you're like yes please like i'm taking applications (laughs) buy my company what do you sell you'll see oh the past the past brewing company the company is responsible for sainites high gravity yeah oh yeah so they own you know where take a guess where past blue ribbon is located in the united states um based out of not not chicago no Milwaukee? I forget. You would think. Yeah. It Wisconsin. used to be. Boston? Nope. Kansas. Never in a million years will you guess this. Give me give you two guesses. You get two guesses, and I'm, I'm going to say that it's going to be the place you least expect, a large city. A large city? Yep. Okay. Um, fuck. Portland. Uh, Portland? Portland's closest. 
Oh, really? Olympia? Nope. I was going to say, like, Florida. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Los Angeles, California. Really? (laughs) I would have never in a fucking million years went past Blue Ribbon, Los Angeles, California. No, they honed into the hipster market, and they went where the people were. They went Hollywood. That's (laughs) They flocked to their people. I would never have guessed that. Headquarters, Los Angeles, California. Man, ever since they won that last uh, that, yeah. that last award, they just went they, to their They head. won, uh, what award did they win in 2016 at GABF? They won... Uh, Best American Lager. They, they won that, but they won Large Brewery of the Year. Perhaps oh, yeah. won awards at GABF <laughs> for beer. It is yes. the it is the blue ribbon beer. For it, it, yes, it in na- in eighteen ninety three, it was actually that's that, that's actually where that comes from. Is they yeah, at at the World's Fair, they mm-hmm. won a blue ribbon, which is the only reason that's on the can. Because well, well, now they have two hundred years ago. Now they have two well, reasons. No. So the other the end of that story is is so the owner of the brewery bought like it, out of at a great expense these ribbons. And he would tie them around the neck of the bottle, and and it really was expensive, but but, but it but worked. That, that came from the World's Fair yeah. because that was the thing is that yeah. he was like, "Hey, this is my beer. Yeah. We won an award at the World's Fair." Yeah, and so then people got brand recognition with it, and they would walk in and they'd be like, "Give me a beer," and they're like, "Which one do you want?" And they wanted like the one with the ribbon on the bottle, and that became the thing. Perhaps blue ribbon because because yep. that's the thing that really made my mind explode one day. So the beer was not called Pabst Blue Ribbon. It was called Pabst Beer. Mm-hmm. And then it won, and it was the Blue Ribbon Beer. So then it's like, hey, that's Pabst, the Blue Ribbon Beer. That's really how you say it. And now it's, that's morphed into Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird, right? It's weird. I it's because it's, 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 it's amazing. Yeah. So I love it. You know what I need to do? So there's this, this movie from the 80s. I, I've... Does anyone have the internet? I don't have it right now. I yeah, I do. Uh, with Michael J. Fox, and uh, and it was where like all these people went on it. Like, so this guy had created this game where people had to go around. Like he had different teams, like from the college and from all over, and he had to, about gotcha. Oh, what was it? No, no, no. <laughs> they had to travel around, and no, they had Anthony to. Uh, was it after, before, or after? Um, Back to Future? Back to Future. Way before. He was young. And uh, he's he's probably the only actor that came from that that made it. And someone recently posted this, and it reminded me of it. And basically, they all had to go around on a scavenger hunt and try to figure out, like, clues to, like, the next thing. And at the end, there was, like, this big prize. But one of the big things is they had to go to the Paps Blue Ribbon Brewery. And, like, one of the teams was, like, a team of, like, uh, jock fraternity guys. And he's all... It's the Pabst Blue Ribbon Brewery, and they run up, and it's all, Pabst Blue Ribbon. <sighs> you know, no, I want that. I should get that. I got to get that. Midnight uh, Madness? Midnight Madness. He that was on the, the yellow team. Yes. 1980. <laughs> With Stephen First, yeah. I was not born. Yeah, it was 1980. My parents were not married. <laughs> so let me see if I can. Let me see if I can. Well, I've, I'm struggling here. If I can find this. Uh, yeah. Our internet is just terrible right now. Thanks, Comcast. But I want to get that Pabst Blue Ribbon. Could be Time Warner. Could be worse. Could be worse. So, yeah. So, we're... Uh, wait. I mean... Yeah. I think I work for Comcast. I mean, Comcast is the best. I think I work for Comcast. It's almost good. We'll edit that part out. I don't, yeah. I don't even know if I can get... Uh, that is part of the... Yeah. I work for NBC. That's Comcast Universal NBC. Yeah, I work for Comcast. Mm. You guys are the best. Yeah, I can't even get a, I can't even get a website right yeah. now. Nothing. What are you looking for? 
I was, I'm just trying to get music for the break time, but we'll just end up stopping it probably. So we're at we're at the break right now. You said you wanted to only stay for the first hour. I probably should go be social. Yeah. Oh, okay. Family things and such. Okay, so I want to thank Morgan uh, McLean from St. Baldrick's, June 16th. Please, everybody, come out and have a good time. You don't have to shave your head. I will not take your hair by force. I might sunscreen you by force if you look pasty and red, um, but that's for your own good. Uh, come out, bring cash. Obviously, cards will be accepted. We'll have lots of breweries, lots of beer, lots of fun, lots of good food. Uh, Amanda, obviously, from Red Light Cameras, will be jumping around like a crazy person. I have uh, asked her to wear fringe, which will be fun for everyone. Uh, if not entertaining, if nothing else, uh, and then Lachat, of course, will close us out with some fantastic gypsy jazz and Mooney's overly adorable uh, French Indian baby Loic, who is the cutest thing ever. So, <laughs> so yeah, so that's we're going to be out there as well. We'll be broadcasting live, hopefully from there, depending on what Comcast. Four does. to nine ish, depending on what our crowd looks like. Probably ten at the latest. Um, yeah. But food, food, music, fun, popsicles. If kids James Smiley gets a hundred dollars. That's right. Bidding war. Shave his head. You will shave Smiley you for can be sure. The Delilah to my Samson. Get rid of my flowing locks. Wow. Interesting. So that's good to know. And then we'll do like a Christmas gift story where somebody Billy gives you said he will shave his head for ten dollars. <laughs> my head will already be shaved. I'll be like, I need a haircut. So I feel like Michelle twelves about tries about fifteen dollars for her haircuts, and that includes like a hot wrap and a shave. There? Right They'll do there. that there? Oh, no, not there. Oh, I'm like, man. No, I just mean a barber's Oh, dang. Like, shit. Someone. This is fancy. I mean, we can improvise. Matt's got hot water and towels. <laughs> yes, true. Morgan will be shaving her head. Yes, bald. thank goodness. Baldy locks. Yes. Then I will call her names. Not in front of my mother. Not in front of her mother. Well, hey, Bobby Yes. My oh yeah, my mom. Yes. My mom's coming in Friday. She will be there. Oh, so we can totally embarrass you. This is awesome. nice. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> not a thing. <laughs> I'll be all Morgan. You still got diarrhea? I got that medicine for you. Feel like you have an idea of who my mother is? So no, I'm not gonna yeah, no, you. That's just too much time and energy on your part. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I won't do that. I don't want to get slapped in the head. <laughs> on camera. <laughs> on camera. Yeah, p- pushing me on a stress day maybe is not a good thing. No, 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 no. So other than that, we have, I think it's August 4th, uh, Hemp Fiesta coming up. Uh, I think they're going to have a dunking booth out there. They're trying to get like the mayor and everybody else that's famous in Albuquerque. And we were not asked. All the Anheuser-Busch beers because they signed a contract yeah. with Arizona. Arizona. I heard about that. No local beer. No local beers. That's kind of rough. Dumb. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know if the Brewers Guild's going to put up with that one. We'll see if we sneak in some booze. Tampons. Well, we won't have any booze. We'll just have New Mexico film water. New Mexico film water. Tampons. Of course. I got this New Mexico film water. I'll bring the big piece. And some LaCroix. I have a big purse for a reason. But LaCroix gives me uh, uh, anxiety, so I have to water it down. Nah. <laughs> That's what I'll tell them. <laughs> um, but other than that, uh, check us out live. Uh, I don't even know what to say most Sundays anymore. We're just live whenever we're live. If you want to know sure. when we're live, uh, like us on, uh, follow us, like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash 10 drink. Um, it's getting really harder and harder and harder to actually. This is the first time we've been. popular. This is the first time we've been in this studio 
in over a month. Billy hasn't been on this show in over a in month. month. Yeah, it's been a while. So this is the yeah. So this is really rare. So yeah, definitely. Uh, I want to thank people for watching this video since it's not up live. It's going to be you know later. Well, since it's, since that's the case, actually, I mean, come out to our live shows since apparently yeah. we're almost always doing them now. We're always now, yeah. It's just get, it's getting insane. We so. got stickers, buttons. We may be at uh, I don't know I don't know where we'll be at next Sunday if we do that uh, Anthony Bourdain thing? tribute yeah. thing. Tribute. So yeah, definitely come out to St. Baldrick's. We'll be there. Um, Try to get Smiley's head shaved, have some fun. It's, and, it's, uh, it'd be worth a hundred dollars, right? Yeah. Cool. Thank you, Morgan, for coming on. Thank you. And uh, we definitely drink. We do the show. You should as well. But always remember: never, never get, get too drunk, drunk to jerk. jerk. Ten drink minimum. Dot com.